What up, y'all? This is Brittany. I'm Mandisa. And I'm Jamal. And we are your hosts of... we're your hosts of... And we're the host of... Living Millennial. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. A podcast where you'll be hearing three different perspectives and emerging stories from three different millennials on everyday life and trending topics. Hey, y'all. You're listening to Living Millennial. We have Jamal with us in the house today. (laughs) So we want to tell y'all about our connections of how we met and how Living Millennial came to be. Yes, yes. I actually think it's appropriate for the two of you, Jamal and Mandisa, to start. Us? Kick it it off. So long ago. So long ago. What year was that? Uh, 2014, 15, 15, 15? 2015, because I graduated in 2015, that was my second year of grad school, uh-huh, and that, that was my first, the summer after my first, 2015, boom, boom, we both were in grad school, yes, doing the Shakespeare Festival at the Old Globe Theater, and what show were we working on there? We were on the Comedy of Errors, which became a musical, it, it was like a <laughs> musical, <laughs> musical, you know, 1920s New Orleans, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, Mardi yep. Gras, which yep. is pretty great because I felt like so much flavor in that show and everything. Yes, indeed. I just have to say that grad school, we both were in grad school. I was at University of San Diego getting my MFA in acting. You were? I was at UC San Diego getting my MFA in stage management. Right, so I have Oof. to say that like grad school <laughs> is like, after you're done with it, any actor who's gone to graduate training will understand that everything kind of like molds together into this huge experience and like finding out like pinpoint experience like wait when did that happen what year was that so we we've decided that that's when we met for sure you were interning on the show right yes yes everything i did for those two and a half three years i have to relate back to a show otherwise i yeah i don't know where i was in the moment (laughs) in the moment uh, so that was that summer, and you had already done, that was your second show second in rep at yeah. the club that summer, um, and so I came on, and that was a stage management team of four, four. I believe, mm-hmm. um, and as per usual, uh, although I was an intern, I was the only black person on the stage management team, yeah. uh, which was a huge connection for for us before we even knew it yeah because i was the only person of any color in my graduate class Mm. which is Mm. ridiculous in 2015 to be the only black person in a graduate actor training class right for classical theater the perspective when i was auditioning for the old globe actually a lot of people were saying that oh good luck they don't accept black people that was like the word like that was the word on the street and the general feeling of black and brown beings across the board regionally wow. like when i mentioned i was auditioning for the old glow that was a perspective that came up so i felt a need to mention that a lot and for me when i first saw you behind the table yeah. i remember thinking you know of course i don't want to step on anyone's toes people are working and things like that and there's so much going on yeah. the first day but i noticed you because we all know this no maybe not everybody knows this but in the world of theater we don't see a lot of black stage managers right especially women stage managers of color like so when you see that when i saw that it just made me go whoa hello you know yeah Yeah. so i wanted to know more about you immediately walking into the room you know because i didn't have a lot of black people around me at all through graduate training i i want to speak on that with with my grad experience also briefly because when i went to interview for the program at uc san diego there were, it was a program of, I believe, nine or ten women 
and they were all white. And I was coming from an HBCU in New Orleans, and I'm like, this is what I'm walking into next year? (laughs) Okay. Um, So thankfully, there was myself and my dear friend Cameron Jacobs, who we were the the two... (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to We were um, the two black women of our class and of that entire um, stage management cohort. Which, I mean, honestly, if she hadn't been there, I don't know if I would have really stably made it out of that program. So being able to connect with the few amount of black people in um, theater spaces, which are predominantly white and oftentimes predominantly white male, um, was a huge thing for us. Even though I didn't stay on for the entire run of the show because as an intern, I was done as of opening night. Um, But to have... Um, the moments that we did mm-hmm. during the show and just to be able to connect as black people and even if it's just a look across the room when yeah. someone says something or does something that you're yeah. like yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting in graduate yeah. training like there's like this I say unspoken but it probably is spoken mm-hmm. amongst black people in the theater community like when you're in graduate training you're aware of the black people who mm-hmm. are getting their graduate degrees across the board, even via social media, because we're all interconnected. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. the community is very large, but it's just that small when you're a person of color. And so you're on mm-hmm. each other's radar. It's like, oh, Jamal, you were at USD, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, oh, man, these, you take management, too. And shout out to Cameron. We mentioned Cameron, but Cameron Woo! Jacobs, <laughs> she is currently right now stage managing American Son on, on Broadway. Broadway. So knocking yes. down doors right now. Yes with Carrie Washington in that show and like so like big shout out to Mandisa and Cam because I'm so glad you all had each other because you all are knocking down doors and like operating these spaces where it's needed like your faces and your voices are needed and I'm so grateful as an actor to know that you all are operating these spaces and knocking down those doors because like listen listen (laughs) like the community needs us still they need our voices they need it's very important and then for us to we leave grad school we're working and then for us to be able to pull in other black kids not kids but you know other black adults into grad programs and be able to mentor people even if they're not in grad programs but you know having an intern or an understudy of a show who we can say okay come under my wing Mm -hmm. I have been through this experience. I'm still going through my experiences as a working artist, but let me take you in and let's grow each other. Yeah, and we help each other because after we met, you know, my friend Keith Wallace, uh, he was at UCSD getting his MFA in acting. And so Mandisa and I, before even meeting each other, had a lot of mutual friends Mm -hmm. (laughs) because of graduate school. And so, like, that connection and that love instantly after we spoke was like, yes, I'm so glad you're here. Like, we would have looks in rehearsal about certain things, like things are going on (laughs) positive and also, like, sideways things. Like, wait, hold on. And so like just having that energy in the room where you don't have it on a consistent basis, just training at this level uh, was really important. So like I'm so grateful for your existence and like I've been in love with you on the sidelines forever. Like I am with all my (laughs) black and brown minority people just in general in the arts, like our voices are so needed. So in the room it's like, yes, let's do this. Like we're doing this, we're here and creating space for more people who look like us in diverse experiences and voices of people who look like us to be in the room. Like, we're fighting for that. And us being in the space and yeah. having the voices that we have, yeah. I think, brings more of that 
knowledge to the white men in power who are ignorant and not recognizing that there's a lacking of right. us. Yeah. yeah. Like, I made sure yeah. I used my voice in every way that I could um, while I was at the Old Globes. I'm like, yo, I need to recognize that there's an issue that I'm the only person of color <clears throat> in this graduate class. There's an right. issue when there's all white faces when I go to a fitting yeah. on the wall and you ask me to cut my hair. And it's oh, like, no. okay, but you haven't done research on my black existence within this period. So we'll talk about my hair once I see my face Whoa. on this research. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, King. Yes. So that's how we met and that's how yeah. we like yeah. vibed out and you know and then yeah. it was like it was the Beyonce there years were, later like Beyonce concert or something like there that. Was Be- there was also I can't remember if it was the Beyonce <laughs> concert before or after that concert. But there was one time where another another mutual Candace Candace, yes. And we went out to dinner. At La Jolla. We were in La Jolla. We went out to go get some food. And I hadn't seen you in a while. (laughs) Because, again, being in grad school, you see each other and then you don't. For, like, a long time because you're busy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, all the black people in graduate programs in different corners (laughs) of the country are all together vibing. I believe Tessiana was there, maybe. Or maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was there. Maybe we're just throwing her hair. This is also what happens, too. You just start to throw every black person you know (laughs) at the table. And it's like, you were there, you were there. But, like, we don't really remember. But, like, in spirit, you were there. (laughs) And then that was a beautiful encounter again, too. Because, like, every time we meet up, it's like, before we even started, like, recording this podcast today, it's like, just start vibing off of all the things that matter there's like no time wasted you yeah know? I love that you know and no time lost cause like again we're keeping up with each other right. via the social media and so like we're always clued in on what black artists in this theater world are up to right cause it's that important like you have to know what your people are doing in the industry cause there's a need for us right and yeah. so we mm. went to the dinner or we went mm. out to eat I don't even know where that night started but we know. got food and then I think yes after the be- the magical Beyonce, <laughs> concert, Beyonce concert which I don't even think we sat by each other I was with Kim and Keith no. we all had different tickets at different times we did. different corners of the yeah. auditorium and even so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. met up. We met up and and kind of pregame together, which is great. And just the reunion and and to piggyback on what you're saying, the reunion of it and to see lovely, dope people again, even after time has passed, it's like mm-hmm. you just pick up on the same beat. And it's like yeah. you run it. Nothing's changed. Yeah. You continue to grow and share. Yeah, I love that, and I feel like most of my friendships are like that now. Like we don't have to be like texting each other, call each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't even have to be on social media liking each other's stuff all the time. But like whenever we get on the phone, whenever we see each other, it's like nothing has changed. No time has passed. Um, we catch up, of course, but like it's it's just that. But the Beyonce concert, y'all. <laughs> I tell you, that was lemonade, right? Yeah, that was yeah. lemonade. Listen, that's where I come in. Beyonce connected now. all of us. Uh-huh. Yes. Beyonce, I feel like she has that way. She, like, she connects everybody some way, somehow. She did it. We can all relate to her, and then we all kind of relate to each other through relating to her. Who knows? But, um, yeah, that's kind of where I come in because the girl's house that we were at before we even went to the concert uh-huh. was my roommate's friend's house. Mm-hmm. And we actually got tickets because of her. Well, I got yep, tickets because of her. I did too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amanda <laughs> be hooking Amanda, us Shout out to Amanda. With, the, yes, with those tickets and the chance to concert so too. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Listen, shout out to Amanda. She does her thing. Um, <laughs> shout out to her and those work perks. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we met there. And I knew you were going to be there. because um, So, Jamal and I met through my roommate. 
Lania, remember me at the time, Lania. You guys already knew each other. Yes, from, we like, years knew each other before. from Philly. So I went to undergrad yeah. in Philadelphia. Lania and I did a show together. And shortly after we did a show together, a children's show together, she moved to San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up getting into grad school in San Diego. And so our link, you and I, is yeah. via my good friend Lania. Yeah. Wait, was Lania an actor? What did she do in the show? Uh, she's an actor. She's an oh, actor. Word. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I did yeah. not know. Yeah, she's yeah, an actor. Yeah. Yeah. She's like low key with it, but she's really good. She's word. amazing. She's She's, really, she's really just good. getting back out there yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 because you know bills, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's, yeah, she's good. I've seen her work before, um, like on, um, I think she did like a commercial mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's good. And I've seen her like practice and everything. She's Dope. really, really good. But that's how Jamal and I know each other through Lania, and then we got the link to this to the Beyonce concert, and through Amanda again. Shout out to Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> And um and then yeah and then you were there as well because you what? you ba- Jamal was telling other folks to come because so Keith was there too yep. and Chaz who all went to UCSD yes. with you. yeah so it was yeah. literally just a big reunion <laughs> yeah. in some stranger's house because uh-huh. that was the first I think that was the first time I had even met Amanda really I think so it was she had a really nice apartment too but it I was. think that was the first time I I think that was the first time I even met her if y'all hear anything, at least. Pouring some wine, you know. Right, yeah, we, we had some more drinky drinks going on. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, and I remember, I do remember you because you were with, um, you were with someone oh. that I knew of through high school because she hung out with the same people I hung oh, wait, out with. Wait, are you thinking about Chaz? Is it Chaz? Yes, Chaz. Yes. Yes. yes, 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 yes. So that was another connection. Mm-hmm. Yes. Super random. I don't think folks know this, but like San Diego as big as it is, it's so small. Yeah. <laughs> it's I so, know. I cannot tell you how many people I've run into, like, oh, 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 you're not supposed to be in California, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be in Chicago somewhere. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so, so, and sh- you came with her, right? Yeah, I think, Did you come together? I want to say me, Chaz, Keith, Cam, yes. all rode yes. there together. So, okay, yes. cool, cool, because I remember I talking say. to her, you were standing right there. And you're just like, yes. <laughs> And that's where it gets a little muddy too, because I had been in LA with Chad's at that point for yeah. all, for a while, because she graduated I think a year before you yeah. got done, yep. and so we had all come down from LA together, Word. and that's the beautiful thing too. Like our, our, all our circles are interconnected yes. in this beautiful, effortless way. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So then maybe yeah. maybe Chaz didn't get. She was there. Some I don't know. She was there. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> I don't, who knows? Listen, we all showed up. We just basically, showed up. at the end of the day, yeah. we all at this strange girl's house. Well, at least strange until we got there, right? But strange because we hadn't been there yet. Right. She's strange. not strange. She's not strange. <laughs> right. It was just strange because we didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know what could happen, but yeah. but yes, and really nice place. Like uh-huh. it was a lot of sp- it was enough space for all of us to like get to know each other, and make those connections, and yeah, it was just really dope. And then we went to the Bay concert, and our life, well, my life changed after. That. No, <laughs> anybody yeah. else? Yeah. Anybody else have a whole like? I mean, okay, life listen, I. We're not Uh-oh. talking about Beyonce completely right now, but like right. I love Beyonce. Yeah, right? but I'm not in the Beehive. That's okay. That's okay. That's Are you okay. In no. Uh uh-uh. uh. I wouldn't like go to like <laughs> I, like I'm I don't get defensive about her. Okay, I'm like good. Me I either. like her music. Yeah. I support her yeah. Yeah. as an artist, as a woman. Yeah. It's like, you know, especially yeah. a black woman doing her thing, like yeah. get your money. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, Absolutely. Your I say all of that to say that, that my life wasn't changed. Because like oh. listen, my life wasn't changed, but like 
Also, not being the beehive, I've seen Beyonce live five times. And so oh, let, me like, let me like, let me like, let me like, put my foot in my yeah, mouth. Right. I, that I, was I, my so, first time. Like she, that was your first time. Yeah, See? That was my so first, people yeah. have different experiences when they first time. Like I know what to expect. I know I'm getting a great yeah. show every yeah. time. But I had seen her multiple times before that was, the Lemonade concert. That was my first time seeing her live, and that was also like my first big concert. Like the only, oh. I think, big artist or group I had seen live before was Maroon Five at Jazz Fest in New Orleans. But oh. I never really Wait, Maroon Five at Jazz Fest? They were there, yeah. <laughs> I think they do have some yeah. jazzy moments but still like random <laughs> came Maroon Five. Well, it's, it's it's PJ Morton who's the ah, I, he, I either, love PJ Morton. Yeah, he's got his own album out. It's uh, Oh, he's amazing. He's from New Orleans and I forget if he's the keyboardist or the drummer. I forget what he actually does. Yeah. He's Maroon amazing. Five. Amazing. But that makes I sense. think that's that's the connect. When there. we first began, that's my jam. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They're like my day one like group default to listen to oh, like since high school, maybe that. even middle school. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get five. I didn't get put on until until <laughs> much later, but that makes sense. Um yeah. but yes, my yes, no. I, my life changed dramatically. <laughs> I think I hit the gym so hard after that. <laughs> For such a long time, she, goes she in. was yeah. right. She goes in. She's inspirational as yeah. hell. Like she was super dope. But, um, but yeah. So that's where. So, Mandisa and Jamal and I were actually in the same space at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, before, long before this podcast even mm-hmm. came to mind. Um, but then Mandisa and I, this was months later if not even a year yeah, later yeah, right I think so. um we met because the same roommate lania and i were looking for a third roommate to replace um our roommate at the time luke mm-hmm. um and she had talked to one of her friends at ucsd and her friend put up like roommate wanted signs or something like that mm-hmm. and lania runs into the house and she's like um, we have somebody we're gonna like who's gonna come over. We're gonna chat with her. She goes, but I think we know her. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what do you mean? She goes, yeah, I think she was at the Beyonce concert. I think we know her. I think we know her. I'm like, I'm like I don't know. I don't know what you mean. And I cannot. Re- I think we tried to find you on social media oh. somewhere, but I'm not sure if it was successful. Yeah. But then when we, <laughs> but then when you finally when you when you came to the house, um, and you walked, through, I was like. Oh my God! Like it's her, <laughs> but you were you were so quiet that night too at the Beyonce concert as well. So yeah. I like you know, but it was an instant connection. Like you, I just remember you, I sitting on on, on one on the couch. It yep. like well, we had three couches, but I could I could see me and Lania <laughs> sitting on one of the couches, and then you were right across from us on the other couch. You just sitting there, just just smiling like you're smiling right now. <laughs> Listen, you have all the right answers, girl. You were telling, like, we just made such a dope <laughs> connection. And I already knew right then, like, I had my answer right then. So I was like, let me just get to know her a little bit more. Because if anything, like, I, I got a new friend. Right. And there's barely any black people in San Diego that I come across. So let's go get lines. So we walked down the street. Did um, we go to Streetcar? We went to Streetcar Merchant. Oh, yes. Shout out to Streetcar, Streetcar Merchant. Yes. This was before I... Um, Gave up meat and dairy, but I mean, we went to streetcar. You know, streetcar. Like, you want to sponsor us? You know, like, right? We give yeah. Shout Milk out, bar. Don't right. get used no. to this until you get them. Right. So you start throwing oh, them fried pickles this way. <laughs> Try to get some free fried pickles. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> I mean, listen, ask not. I mean, if you have not, if you ask not. But um, <laughs> so <laughs> so we went to Streetcar, and then I feel like that's when we really made a connection. I was right. like, no, this is like she needs to be my friend. We had fellowship. We did. Yeah. I was like, she don't have a choice. Like we're, we're <laughs> 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 like this is said. This is it. You were you were just awesome. And then I think we really connected on the fact that. We weren't from the West Coast, right? Mm -hmm. We're not from San Diego, but we live here. We kind of connected on, like, some maybe some culture shocks we may have had every now right. and then. But we definitely connected on the level of being black folks in majority white or majority non-black spaces. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we I remember we definitely connected on that. And I was like, it's it's a wrap. Like, mm -hmm. this girl is, is, is just too dope. And then we... And then after that, though, because remember, you're in your grad school life, and I think right. I had, like, two jobs at the time. So after that, it was, we... It had been some time, and then... A long time. We, oh, right, so I didn't move into the apartment. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the He ended up not moving out or something. Yeah, he didn't move out. He didn't move out um, in time for you to move in. Right. Which also... He, so he extended his time of being in North Park with us. So we had to, it still breaks my heart. So we had to call you, and the uh, the call was definitely opposite of what we wanted. It was yeah. so we called you. And was like, sorry, we he's not moving out anymore. Blah blah blah. And we, because remember, we called you at the same time. Like we, Lenny and I were I know. on the phone together. I, let, let me tell you how I know. Okay. <laughs> Because when y'all found tragic. out that I knew you, Lania had messed me like, oh my God, we love her so much, you know yeah. her, don't you? And I was like, yo, she's dope. That would be a dope house. Yes. She should move in. So I was heartbroken too. Although I don't oh. live in a damn house with them or anything. I'm not a roommate. I don't frequent their space often. But I was heartbroken. Yeah. I knew it would be a great a great house with the three of you all's different perspectives yeah. and energies. Yeah. I knew that it would work. And we felt that too because like as soon as we got off the phone, um, cause it was, it's <laughs> off the phone and you and I were together. We look at each other and we were like, this is like a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we legitimately feel like we may have broken up with her or something. I'm like, but no, no, we have her number. We have her on social media. We're going to be friends. Yep. I'm determined. Like it was, it was. It was a mood. Like, I think the rest of my day was kind of, like, shitty after that. I'm like, no. It was also... <laughs> we had plans. <laughs> <laughs> two other... I got this phone call as I was walking uphill to <laughs> rehearsal. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm... This period of time also was during my thesis of grad school. I was trying to move during, like, the most difficult show. Oh, during the most difficult year of grad school. And so, of course, like, I was super bummed when <laughs> I got that phone call. But I was also like, okay, well, maybe you have to move, so mm -hmm. let's keep it pushing. So yeah. I eventually, you know, found a place um, which um, was fine and whatnot. Um, but I, I just can't, I can't even imagine, like, <laughs> all the fun and just, like, all the goodness that, that would have evolved yeah. from that. But it all works out that. because, like, look where we are now. That's are very now. true look because eventually, after probably the both of us trying to reach out, say, hey, you want to do this? Hey, you want to do that? And, right. like, and like either one of us would say, like, oh, sorry, can't, can't do, do it. it. Eventually, we connected and... The blood drive. The blood drive. The blood drive. Random. I, mean, I, blood drive. <laughs> blood I know that's right. Y'all so better random. be giving blood and everything. Well, we had a so, motive. We did. We did. We weren't just being good people. Yes, we had we a motive. We wanted to go to... So this is at the top of this summer, 
I mm. believe, the top of the summer, where the annual um, San Diego County Fair that happens at the Del Mar uh, Racetrack Fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they were having a promotion where you go and give blood, and you get a free ticket to the county fair. I'm like, oh, we're giving blood to get that free ticket. We're, yeah, we're gonna go to this. <laughs> um, and so I think I think I hit you up, and I was like, so you got all the. Let points. me just say, morals are intact with the getting blood, Listen. giving blood yes. to get a free ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine yes. that was to get Beyonce tickets. <laughs> right, they would have had all the blood. Right, <laughs> everybody would have been saved. It's a good tactic. <laughs> Or not, actually. So, <laughs> we, we went to give blood, and then it turns out that we went to give blood on a Monday where mm-hmm. the fair wasn't even open on yeah. Mondays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this whole day planned. We were going to yep. get blood and go straight to the fair. See yep. what happens? See what happens? But instead, we gave blood. We were like, I uh, guess we're not doing that. So we went to, I think, Imperial Beach. Yeah. And just like kind of ran it and talked yeah, and yeah. maybe got food or something. Let me say Diego. Um, <laughs> there's the beach yeah, five minutes away. Yeah. Um, and so that, I think, was really like a solidifying um, moment in in our friendship of, of having a fellow black person, a fellow black woman to talk to um, and run it with about the millennial lifestyle, what is happening in our lives, and also just like our experiences um, yeah. with what the, the different things that we do, but also living in San Diego um, and our experiences. So, yeah. That's I definitely that. for sure. Yeah, yeah. That. That's so important, too. Like, because you, you all got from the first episode, like, these two women being very different so have this connection. I just think that friendships like this, I mean, they exist. We know this already. Mm-hmm. But I just love learning again and again that, yeah. like, you can vibe with people and grow with people who come from different experiences than mm-hmm. you have, you know? And, like, I yeah. think it's a beautiful friendship that you all have developed. And I'm so happy to be here in the midst of this trio friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I like that now, what about, what, right, what, what, right? what about you and I? Like, we lost touch for a few years. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Uh, like, since Beyonce like, concert, it had see... been, like, almost two years. No, we, had see, we would see, whenever you would come to visit... <laughs> It would be in passing. It would be in passing. It would be in passing. That's very true. That's very true. So, like, we didn't know, but we happened to be at the same Chance concert. Yes. And I didn't (laughs) know until I came home until later, and you were in, like, he was chilling on the couch. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, everything was in passing until I ran into you, Jamal, randomly. I was in North Park. I forget why I was there originally. Were you getting but off I know work I ended up at home or something? No, I totally forgot why I was there originally, but I okay. do know that the beauty supply store that I used to that go to—that every black person in San Diego travels to get. Because like, one. listen, listen, y'all, it's called the beauty supply. The beauty supply, and like, if you are a person of color. You know that depending on where you are in this country of America, they might not have your hair products there. But in North Park, there's a beauty supply store called The Beauty Beauty Supply. The Beauty Supply Warehouse. Every 
warehouse. Warehouse. And every hood <laughs> in America, no matter where you are, know that when the name of the beauty supply is called the beauty supply warehouse. That's yes it. You gonna get your Jehovah oil, right? Your <laughs> coconut oil, <laughs> your new wrap. Yes. Like you gonna have the products for you. Like every And listen, <laughs> and every time I go to North Park, I go there just because I know I'm gonna need something eventually. Absolutely. Every time I go, so I'm like, and why? so I happen to go inside, uh-huh. and then I come out, and I was, I think I was like walking to the bus stop or something, and then, and long behold, Lania and Jamal like damn near Lania, walking hand in hand. You are the co-star of this Lania, right? In this trio, <laughs> some way, somehow, like you are this connection. Lania and Beyonce are the reason why Lania we're here and today. Is <laughs> She's gonna love that. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. And why was I here? You had the festival. I had the festival. So I was here for Film Out San Diego Festival. Um, I did this film called The Quiet Room, which is this queer horror film um, about mental illness um, that I lead in. Shout out to Sam Wyman, the writer and director of that. And so we were screening here in San Diego for that film. So that's why I happened to be in town. And we were leaving some opening night uh, things we ran into you on the street like yo Brittany you want all my come oils tonight? in my in my hand yo, all your oils in your hand her backpack on we were like yo we're about to go to this festival it's opening night this film whatever you want to come with us and so Brittany was like yeah I'll go we went to go watch the opening night film I was telling her that my film was screening the next day the next day she came back with a friend and saw yeah. the screening of the quiet room yeah, which you know was yeah. a really really amazing festival it was like awesome. the quiet room won best short film yeah. and I won uh, best uh, emerging artist something other. Uh, shout out to Film Out San Diego. <laughs> Thank so you for many. the awards and the recognition. They're a beautiful festival, so you all should like look it up and be like a part of it because they're yeah. wonderful supporters of art, diverse art, and it was so beautiful to be part of it. But that's how we reconnected randomly walking down the street walking in North Park, San Diego. In North Park, San Diego. Thank you for your support. Thank you for coming out to support the quiet room. <laughs> well, I didn't have a choice. I mean, you're dope. Why would I not support you? That's a right? little uh, shameless plug there. I the know, right? <laughs> yeah. Keep your eyes out. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it was, I was actually very excited to be there. I love the film, actually, and I think the film is very necessary. Um, Amen, praise God, won't we do? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, was, it was, honestly, it was really, really good. I loved it. Um, but we really connected, though, after yep. that same night I ran into you, after we had um, we'd run over to, uh, what is what it? Bar was that? Some bar. Some bar. Let's not give them that, but um, (laughs) we We went to some bar down the street, um, and yeah, we just we it was you, Lania, and I. We just really start just talking more, talking more about um, similar experiences that we had, Um, and I think because of no shade to film out, but because of that space that we were in, Mm -hmm. which is majority white, gay males, I think that's what kind of sparked a conversation uh, between you and I and it kind of just, you know, emerged from there um, because I think, I'm not sure if it was either you or I who kind of brought that up and was like, you yeah. know, it's, it's it's not that many people of color here. It's a beautiful thing that they're doing but it wasn't that many people in the room and then our conversations kind of sparked, sparked from there and we really connected on being black in majority white spaces and what mm-hmm. that feels like, what that looks like, how dismissive that can seem sometimes um, and and without knowing how sometimes folks can really make us feel, um, you know, inferior. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we allow them to. Um, but Which is why I think, um, sorry to cut you off, no, but like also is why I think the, uh, the quiet room is so important uh, for film right now, especially in the horror genre and then across all genres is because me having the privilege to lead in that film mm-hmm. as a black man whose character Michael happens to be gay mm-hmm. was a huge thing. And I think that's why we've been so successful in the festival circuit. And I also say this uh, in the interview I had with Film Out too, or somewhere else, I forget. But like my director, Sam Wyman, who also wrote this film, is a white man and he always saw Michael although the story of Michael is very close to his personal story in life, mm. as a black man. Wow. And I, I always say this when I have interviews about the choir room. I think it's so important and so beautiful, and I talk about it because oftentimes when we write, in, when we write film, when we write art, we create art, we only see people who look like us within That's our strange. stories. And Sam Wyman always saw a guy like me in the midst of his story. Wow. And I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful. And so, like, yeah. it's interesting, like, being there. I think that's why the choir room is so important, and that's why I'm so happy. When I get into those spaces, yeah. as a black man, I have my dashiki on and everything. Yeah, I was like, you yo, were. You yeah, know what I mean? you were. Like, I was like, yo, this is important. And I want people to know because, like, within all of these, you know, labels and categories and experiences and identities, you know, we still forget about black and brown people. Do. You know what I mean? We like, we still forget about black and brown people. Like, we're always yeah, talking about yeah. LGBTQ, 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 yeah. feminism, 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 but yeah, they're still yeah. talking about white beings yeah. having these rights and having this access and having these totally things. Right. We're still always, like, every time I'm in LA or even in San Diego and I'm going out to, like, you know, one of these bars out there or anything like that, I'm like, yeah, I don't see my face. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see me. I don't see my face. Yeah. So, yeah, that was yeah, really yeah. cool. But, and you know what, and that's exactly the reason why um, I came up with Living Millennial. Um, What I want to do is I want to show diversity within the black community, and I want to show diversity within the black millennial community, um, because I think it it really seems, at least from my perspective, um, it really seems like we are the first generation um, of black people to really accept just about any and everybody, right? Like, or at least we, we're starting to at least think about it. Yeah. Um, and, um, I mean, labels are, are, it depends on who you talk to. Labels can be important and they cannot be important. Um, but, you know, certain labels are really starting to um, be amplified um, now, and I think our generation has a lot to do with that. So, like, you know, you talked about identifying, um, or you actually talked about the um, LGBTQ community. Let me correct myself, LGBTQAI community. Yes. Um, <laughs> is that all the letters today? It's a, listen. I, I, <laughs> it's a lot of letters, y'all. Forgive tomorrow, us if we're wrong, but, but please, right, but please, like, end? hit us up in the inbox if we're missing right. anything. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> let I us just, know. Let it's a lot know. of letters, okay? Yeah, let me but know if I'm missing everybody. anything because really I'm, I'm just now getting, uh, I'm just now getting, uh, preppy to uh, the AI and getting used to adding the AI to that, but, um, but even identifying within the LGBTQAI community. Um, or, you know, identifying with as a certain political party, um, you know, just anything, right? Identifying as feminist, I think it's our generation that's starting to amplify those identities and starting to make it, um, make sure that it's important and make sure that we are addressing those with certain respect. Um, and 
that's exactly what I want Living Millennial to do here is I want us to show just how diverse we really are, how intelligent we really are, how articulate we really are, um, <laughs> how intelligent we are for sure. Um, and I want to have a platform uh, for us to be able to talk about our shared experiences, especially in majority white spaces or majority spaces where it's not majority black folks and how that can sometimes... Um, that can definitely make us aware of our double consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. W-E-B-D, W.E.B. Du Bois mm-hmm. talks about that double consciousness. And um, I, I want to make sure that we have a space to talk about those things. Um, because one thing um, that I noticed as well is the connections that you and that yous and I have had are extremely important, but they're not, they don't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. And which is, I think, the reason why, at least on my part, the moment that I have those connections, I like kind of cling on without being clingy. I kind of cling on to them um, because the conversations that we have are so in depth Mm -hmm. and I don't always get a chance to have those type of conversations all the time. Um, And from my experience with other people, um, that's one thing that we may even end a conversation on is the fact that we don't always have those conversations in general. Um, So... um, Living Millennial is going to be exactly that, like a place where we can really listen to one another, think about um, how we are all honestly the same kind of different, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, right? Like just (laughs) we can be able to relate to one another, um, learn each other's stories, um, learn about each other's differences, but at the end of the day realize like we all just trying to get by. We are trying to dig ourselves out of the holes that other generations have created for us, (laughs) if that makes any sense. Um, and and just stay connected and continue to be um, uplifted all the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I definitely appreciate you guys, and, and because of the connections that we have, that's exactly why I was like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? Yeah. Like, I have an idea for something. Do you yeah. want to talk? Yeah. Wanna Let's give that shout-out real quick. Brittany here, uh, like, she's the creator of Living Millennial, and she reached out to Mandisa and myself, and if she had not done that this would not have happened and if we had not ran into each other just by chance and by fate on the right. street and telling like this might not have ever happened and so like i don't know i like to give this shout out to like community and like just for some something for all of us to think about like look at the people that are around you and look at the conversation that you're having at your cafes and at your homes and things like that and then look at how the people to the left and the right of you can be used to your community and what you believe in because Brittany believing in Mandisa and I and taking the conversation that interaction the way that we met into consideration years later began the makings of this and so I think that's a beautiful thing uh, (laughs) that you've done reaching out to the two of us to do this based on our connections and random running ins to one another, you know. And we yeah. you never waste time. You never I don't think this is the time in life to waste time. Like we we have fun. Like before we press record on this episode <laughs> today, we were just like having True. fun. But like we were having yeah. fun talking about important things. Exactly. Like not wasting any time. And sometimes, you know, in society we're like, oh I don't want to be thinking about this and blah, blah, blah. I was like, nah. You don't have a like, choice. We're drinking wine, <laughs> having <laughs> having important conversations, yeah. you know. And, like, making use of our resources with one another. And so kudos to you, like, even creating this and thinking, uh, thank you for choosing me. Well, thank you guys for saying yes. Of course, of course. (laughs) And for your connections. I feel like every time we talk, um, 
like walking away I'm like I'm still thinking about you know the things that were said I'm still like things my wheels are always turning after a conversation with you guys and I think that's awesome especially as a creative person um I think that's that's super super important and then having an outlet to um you know to just let those things out even if it's in conversation I think is is necessary so I definitely appreciate you guys for uh being a part of this outlet because I was tired of talking to myself (laughs) (laughs) I'm also in that same boat I mean going back to um being in a lot of predominantly white spaces I work in theater which is Mm -hmm. especially as a stage manager I'm usually always the only black person on the Mm. team which it gets old really fast real quick Mm. and a lot of times i mean especially before you know we've we've been um talking and having phone conversations and and emails and and back and forth on on social media a a lot of my outlet was me in my car like Mm. driving to work driving home and reflecting on thoughts from the day, news from the day, uh, my experiences throughout the day, and and how me coming into contact with other people um, and how that affected me and uh, and my experiences. And it was just me in in my own space, so this is lovely and dope. Um, And I look forward to (laughs) um, us growing, this growing um, as a podcast. and, And I'm super interested to hear... Um, thoughts from our listeners on on what their experiences are and just going back to Jamal um, what you were saying about um, you know uh, whoever is listening to think about how your interactions with your friends or colleagues family um, and being mindful of those conversations and how you go about your day um, and and your interactions and I also want to circle back to um, all of our letters LG what can can you say for those who don't know what a what the a and the i are so the i is for intersex Mm -hmm. and the a i thought was for ally but it's for asexual asexual Ah. yes yes and just so y'all know we look things up (laughs) yeah (laughs) and that's the thing like me and Brittany, we've talked about this today like sometimes you have to be willing to say like hey i actually don't know and then look it up because like you know Mm -hmm. As we grow as a society, mm-hmm. we are going with identity and realizing how complex mm-hmm. all of our identities are. And so yeah. sometimes you have to act like you don't, don't act like you know when you don't. Yeah. Google is that your friend. Part, and then yeah. look at like three more sources to cross check. Right. <laughs> that part. And for those of you who do not know what intersex or asexual is, we're actually going to do exactly what Jamal is telling you to do. And you're going to look up the definition to intersex and asexual. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Boom. Um. Awesome. So that's Living (laughs) Millennial. (laughs) How we met. Living Millennial. How we met. How these connections came about. Mm -hmm. um, And just how motherfucking dope y'all are. You're dope. That's really really what this purpose was. And y'all are dope. All right? Yeah. And speaking of dope, um, we're also taking... um, Donations. I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, I'm not sure. But if where you this want to, though, you know, donations kidding. would be great. Awesome. Dope. <laughs> dope. 
All right, you guys. So be sure to tell us what you what you think of the show. Um, hit us up on Instagram at Living Millennial PC. We now have a Facebook. It's called Living Millennial Podcast. Um, let us know what you guys think. Send messages, um, positive words, positive energy, or if there's things you do not like, let us know that as well. Um, we're open to it all. Um, and let us know what you want us to talk about. Like if there's any yeah. subject or questions or. Uh, ideas you want us to explore here with you all, let us know. Hit us up in the inbox, the DM. That's what they call them these days. Yeah. Exactly. The kids Going call down them. the DM. <laughs> yes, yes. And send dirty pictures. Don't send no Only dirty pictures. Only to Wow. Send Wait, dirty pictures to, to at Hey Queen. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just look four wise to it. I like to filter the dirty pictures. I want to make sure I want to see right. what's dirty about, right. you know. That's true. We love everybody. Yeah, because it could be... Like, we all have different <laughs> definitions of dirty, dirty. now. Okay. This is true. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but thank you all for listening. Uh, tune in to the next episode. We'll catch you all then. Peace. All right, friends. That's our show. Tune in next time. Living Millennial. Hey, more to come. More, more, more to come. We are living millennial. Oh, ba, 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 ba. Be sure to subscribe to our show, follow us on IG, and tell us what you think.